This is the Fantasy Road Show. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. We are your hosts. My name is Truck. His name is Calls. You can find me at Fantasy underscore Trucker. You can find Calls at Calls underscore Sports. Make sure you follow the show at Fantasy Roadshow and uh, check out the Substack, the fantasyroadshow.substack.com. Calls, how you doing, buddy? What up, bruh? Oh, not too much. How was your? Uh, you went bird hunting this weekend. You had a you had an eventful weekend, man. How you doing? Yeah, I went bird hunting. Uh, I'm bagging any birds. I did. I uh, got about forty. I um, I'm fucking hungry, so. <laughs> okay. My All Chinese right. food here got here right as uh, right as the stream started, so I don't want to sell the roadie short, but I am starving. So let's hammer out our uh, let's hammer out our our, our, our week. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we had a, it was a crazy week this week, uh, week for uh, 12 o'clock and three o'clock games in the books. Right now we're watching Kansas City is winning right now. Three to zero to the Jets. Were you um, boozing today? Oh, boozing right now, buddy. Got me got me a nice beer right here. Got yeah. a little Corona. Love it. Um, bears are bears are fucking good, huh? Hey, hey, Justin Fields threw three quarters. It's like 23 of 24, 285 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, so if your quarterback's having the best game of his career, then why did you run halfback dives in three straight plays at the end of the game? Um, four straight plays answers. and on fourth huh? down. Yeah, yeah no, that was um, pretty much, yeah. So my main takeaway is the Bears need to fire Matt Eberflus. Um, his call to go for it on fourth down, it was fourth and one. We're on, like, uh, their 18-yard line. We should have kicked your non-power ball. back to just go up the middle and get stopped. Yes. Completely idiotic. And, unfortunately, when you make a call like that and it goes wrong, you're kind of on the hot seat. So, um, yeah, I think they should fire Matt Eberflus. Uh, I'm, I'm done with him at this point. Um, and uh, our, our offensive coordinator as well while we're at it. So, I'm you know, I'm just kind of fed up. Um, yeah, although I mean, it's almost like they're trying to tank, um, which maybe well, that's 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 where case. I'm at right now. I don't I don't want to keep I don't want to just win a game here and there. Like if if we're gonna be middle of the road, I'd rather be the worst. Like I'm yeah. not, you know what I mean. Give me a high pick. Um, the two draft picks the Bears own in the first round next year are the Panthers and the Bears. They're both 0-4, so we're looking good right now. If we end up with the first two picks. It, it definitely helps. Uh, and a completely new coaching staff. Yeah, new coaching staff. You got uh, potentially uh, a new quarterback, um, a, you know, maybe Marvin Harrison. We, who knows? I know it's a little early. It's only week four. I don't want to speculate how the draft is going to go next year in April, but um, it's looking good for the Bears right now being 0-4 and the Panthers also being 0-4. So. Yeah. Um, well, um, well, let's hammer through these games, and you're going to have to do a lot of catching me up to speed. I, As you said, I was – Dove hunting, um, driving back, getting, you know, just traveling for most of it. But yeah. I, I had red zone on in the car, so I know, you know, I, I wasn't locked in in maybe the first half of the 12 o'clock games, but I've been, I've been around and know what's going on, but, uh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I so 
I'll, I'll, I'll fill you in as we go. I, I, I paid attention. I was watching pretty much every game today, ex, ex, I think, except for maybe two. I just, there wasn't enough screens during the 12 o'clock game to keep, you know, to keep me happy. But, yeah. Um, so the first one we want to talk about is the Falcons, Falcons and Jaguars in London. Uh, it was the Toy Story game. And I don't, did you, did you, you didn't catch any of this, correct? Uh, no. Okay, so okay, so I watched the Toy Story stream on Disney Plus first before I watched the ESPN, like the actual stream. And I want to say it was very ambitious. It was yeah. it was very cute. It was uh, it seemed like a fun representation of football. And they it it for the, for it being the first time they did it, it turned out decent. Although it was kind of laggy, like the ball was like you know all over the place. It wasn't as as it should be. You know what I mean? So. Um, that's kind of where I'm at with that. I did enjoy it somewhat, but they just need to fine tune a lot of it. Um, and I, I like where they're going with it. I think it was pretty cool, but it was hard to watch as a football fan. You know what I mean? I, I don't even, is there a video I can watch? I don't even know. Oh yeah. I'll send you a clip. I'll send you a clip of it. Um, so you can watch it, but yeah, there was, it, it just didn't, it didn't translate exactly how it should have. You know what I mean? It didn't work out the best, but I like what they're trying to do with that. Um, however, for this game, um, it, you know, it's same same story here for another week. The Falcons struggle offensively. Last week, they score six points. This week, they score seven points. They just can't get it going on offense. Uh, big game out of Bijan Robinson. He was juking yeah. people left and right. He had a. Six. I hate Art Smith. That? Like, what? He's just use Bijan more. He's your only. He's the, the only time you guys look good on offense is when Bijan has the ball. So do that. And so that's what I wanted to bring up. First they'll foremost. get him to the red zone and then he brings in Algier. He'll get stuffed at the line. Like Bijan's yeah. doesn't get stuffed at the line because he makes a cut and decides to run somewhere else because he just can. So what I wanted to bring up is we're starting to see Bijan run away with this job. Um, week one, I mean, uh, the carry split. Uh, Bijan had 10 carries to Algiers 15. Week two, Bijan had 19 to Algiers 16. Week three, Bijan had 10 to Algiers 7. This week, 14 to Algiers 7. So he's finally starting to get the majority of the workload. And I think yeah. that's a step in the right direction for this Falcons team. But ultimately, I think they need to get rid of uh, – they need to, to sit Ritter. All of it or at the right time. Like Ritter's yeah. horrible. That pick six was so bad. But Trash. And like when Bijan breaks off a 60-yarder and gets you in the red zone – he doesn't need to be taken out of the game. Yeah. For no, I completely like, agree. And then you run the ball three times and punt. Like, Bijan's going to get yeah. you in the end zone, so give it to him. Rely on him. Exactly. Feed him the ball. He just looks so good. And Algier, like, you know, spell him out every occasionally. But uh, I kind of like how it, how it was split up, the 14 and 7 this week. So we see more of that, maybe a 20 and 8. Uh, workload split. I, I like that moving forward for Bijan. But yeah, I think Heineke needs to come into this game or come in come in as a starting quarterback next week or the week after. They need to do something because scoring six points last week and seven points this week, you're just you're not going to beat anybody doing that. Mm-hmm. So so uh, that's kind of where I'm at there. Um, Jacksonville bounces back after that uh, loss last week. You know they're yeah, in their 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 home field of London. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Travis Etienne, not so much. 20 carries, 55 yards. I think that amounted to a 2.75 yards per carry. Um, not efficient. Yeah, I mean, this Falcons defense is like is not bad. 
No, not at all. No, they're 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 a good defense. And that was <laughs> Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley scored a touchdown and kind of salvaged his day his day productive wise. But he's still struggling. He only had two receptions for 38 yards on two targets. Like that's just not the Calvin Ridley we saw week one. And I'm hoping yep. he bounces back eventually. Um, Christian Kirk had a big day. He was the best receiver, yeah. eight for 84 on 12 targets. So that was nice to see the the target split from Christian Kirk, 12 targets to two for Calvin Ridley. So uh, look at Pacheco running like a madman out there. Pacheco he scores 10 to zero. All right. So um, that's kind of where I'm at there. It's really, it's really hard Here's to Taylor. start. Any Here's Taylor. Yeah, they're already showing uh, Taylor Swift, so I'm sure you will be seeing that all game today. Um, but yeah, I you know, uh, what Drake London scored one touchdown, Kyle Pitts another uh, you know low production game, so it's hard to trust anyone outside of Bijan Robinson on this Falcons team. I mean, it's you can trust all of them. It's just Ritter. It's just Ritter's. Oh, you're saying fantasy wise. Yeah, yeah, fantasy-wise, just starting them until they put in Heineke, and maybe Heineke can kind of kickstart something offensively, but it's just tough as of right now. So um, that's that matchup. Um, I can't wait till Justin the- Fields goes to the um, to the Falcons. Yeah, so that's what I was going to bring up. I, I when, when I talk about the Bears uh, matchup, I was going to bring this up that, you know, I think the Falcons are watching this Justin Fields situation very closely. The rumors are already out. Yeah, the rumors out. Um, Falcons are interested in Fields, and can you imagine Justin Fields in an Artie Smith type of offense? Like that running scheme is just that would be deadly. Oh, perfect so. for him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, yeah. I'm ready. Well, to, let's uh, just let's let's segue right into the Bears uh, Bears Broncos game then, since we're talking Justin Fields. Um, this is the game I was glued to all all morning, all that uh, afternoon. And I liked what I saw. Obviously, through the first three quarters, it was great. I mean, uh, Justin Fields goes uh, 23 for 24 through the first three quarters. What, 285 yards and four touchdowns? We finally started to see what Justin Fields would look like when he's comfortable. And I I loved every minute of it. Um and even Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert looked good most of the game, running the ball well. But Matt Eberflus makes the wrong call and goes for it on fourth and one when we should have kicked the field goal. And if we would have kicked that field goal, that game would have turned out entirely different. However, the Bears still let up 24 unanswered points. After being up, uh, what was that, like 20? I don't know what it was. Uh, 28-7. Yeah, 28 to 7, and then they let up 24 unanswered points. You just can't do that. You know what I mean? You got to close out those games. So it was deflating very much so watching the game. And, uh, you know, there's not much else to say about that. But um, one thing I do want to bring up, I I was looking into this. I saw a tweet by someone. I can't think of the name of it. But um, in 2022 through the first four weeks, Justin Fields, 565 passing yards through the first four weeks of last year. First four weeks of this year, 861. There's some, there's some, there's some movement in the right direction there. Huh? In their own four. In their own four. Yes. Yes. This was um, what their uh, 14th loss in a row 
I mean, like, whatever that stat you just brought up, he got half of his yards in this game. So, like, well, but okay. still, if you if you take away the three hundred yards, you're still looking at he 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 got his three three four weeks five. Yes, if you take that away, he From still what? Would, eight eight what eight sixty one. Okay, so that's five five twenty six in three through, games through three that's, weeks. That's horrible. and through four weeks last year he was five sixty five. See what I'm saying there? Five twenty-six is what we're saying is left over. <clears throat> yeah, through that was three games. For three games. And yeah, last not even two hundred a game. Yeah, but last year in four games he got five sixty-five. So he's stepping in the right direction. This is all irrelevant. They're owing four, and he may not have a job by the end of the year. So yeah. Well, he'll have a job somewhere. Maybe as a backup, but yeah, uh, it'll be not somewhere. in Chicago. I mean, <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Not in Chicago. Yeah. Um, DJ Moore had a big game. Cole Komet had two touchdowns. Um, I don't know. I didn't see much from the Broncos. Um, um, well, one injury uh, that we wanted, Javante Williams uh, left with a hip injury. And uh, I thought Samaj P. Ryan would step in, but it was Jaleel McLaughlin. He looked really good out there. He was running all over the Bears. Uh, juke moves. He just looks real shifty. Um, so, <clears throat> other than that, the, the Broncos' offense was pretty lackluster. Not much going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Two touchdowns. Cole Komet, one touchdown. DJ Moore, Khalil Herbert, eighteen for one hundred and three. Roshan just five for thirteen. Like, can you not get Roshan involved? I guess they didn't really need to through the first three quarters. They were doing well, so. How about this Dolphins Bills game, dude? Yeah, that was... that game that game did not disappoint. Did you get to catch that one at all, or no? I know that one, that was one you were looking forward uh, to. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I love the Bills. They're playing awesome. Josh Allen looks incredible. Three touchdowns for Diggs. This is just the Bills, what they built there, and playing at their best ability. We so, knew we were, this is exactly what I said was going to happen. This game, Bills are going to play to their absolute best because they understand the situation and that's exactly what they did they executed and uh i mean a chain looks like an absolute force yeah. uh, eight for 101 and two touchdowns yeah i mean As, and he's a must start moving forward yeah yeah and uh josh allen accounted for five touchdowns he ran one and threw four so <clears throat> massive day from allen uh, how about this? James Cook finally got a a, a red zone um, rushing touchdown. They gave him the ball at the goal line, and uh, he punched it in. I, I couldn't believe it, but yep. I'd love to see that as a James Cook owner. Yep. Um, um, go ahead. Nothing. I'm just trying to speed things up a little bit. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Ravens, uh, Browns. I um ravens browns i didn't see much of that uh, dtrs in the game once that was announced i pretty much just said like i'll look at the box score i don't need to pay attention to anything there games are relevant yeah um yeah deshaun watson didn't play dtr was playing uh other than that the whole entire browns offense was terrible you'd be mad if you started any one of them jerome ford nine for 26 
the big the big story for me is Lamar played really really well against a really good defense. Uh, Mark Andrews shows up, gets two touchdowns. It's great to see, finally. And uh, yeah, Lamar two touchdowns on the ground, two touchdowns in the air. Massive day uh, against Cleveland. It was didn't think that was going to play out that way, but played really well. Did you just see who was on the TV there? They showed T Swift again. Did they? And she's with Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, the stars are coming out now for Chiefs games, I guess. Apparently. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I right when I saw DTR in the lineup, I figured this game football wise means nothing. Yeah, I, mean, I know I know some people um were willing to take the chance on DTR from what we saw in the preseason, but you guys need to understand. But the preseason does not translate into the regular season production. You can't base that on each other. So there was, I got a couple of questions this morning with Keith on the start sit podcast. And the, I just, somebody brought up DTR. And I'm like, you, oh, congratulations. He did good against guys that literally aren't in the NFL right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So don't read too much in the preseason production. Yeah. Um, how about the Pittsburgh Steelers to the Houston Texans? Uh, Texans whomped them 30-6. to six Stroud's the real deal, man. It's crazy. Seriously, another big game from him. Uh, 300 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Nico Collins, man, another massive game as a resurgent from the first couple weeks. Seven for 168 and two. Love to see that from Nico Collins. He's a beast. And um, Kenny Pickett goes down with a knee injury. Uh, insert... Um, Mitchy Mitch, I've, I've blocked him from my memory, but yeah, Mitch Trubisky. Um, insert Mitch, and I guess he's gonna be going moving forward. We'll hear more about this uh injury as the week progresses. But uh, Matt Pat Fryermuth also went out with a hamstring injury, it's just something to note. Uh, we could see Darnell Washington come into play next week, but uh, yeah, this Pittsburgh, de- this Pittsburgh team, six points, not good. And Pickett played the majority of the game, too. It's not like that was an early injury. Things do not look good there either. No, not at all. Um, I think I did see uh, Najee had a decent game, 14 for 71. Uh, Jalen Warren was very active in the passing game, caught six balls. So it's still kind of a a 1A to 1B situation over there. I know we're monitoring that to see what flips. I know you said earlier in the week you, you wanted to see who would step up in that game. Um, the, the Vikings get their first win in Carolina, 21 to 13. Um, at, at, there was a point in this game. I didn't think the Vikings were going to win it. I thought the Panthers were going to pull out a victory here, uh, but they didn't. Uh, Justin Jefferson, six for 85 and two touchdowns. You just, JJ, he's a beast. JJ again is a beast. Uh, Kirk Cousins, excuse me. Kirk Cousins is what I wanted to bring up. Two interceptions. He went 12 for 19, 139 yards in a 21 to 13 victory. I just doesn't make any sense to me how Kirk Cousins can win a game going 12 for 19, 139, two touchdowns and two picks. Uh, bad game overall with, uh, with Kirk Cousins, but they pull out the win uh, in Carolina and uh, help the Bears draft class next year. So. They got the Chiefs next week. That's a loss. They're one and four. They play the Bears. At this point, that's a win. They're two and four. 
And then they have the Niners, Packers, Falcons, Saints. Those could all four be losses. Yeah. They could be two and eight. Probably going to be three and seven. Yeah, at that point, they're probably looking to move on from Kirk. So we'll see what happens there. Um, one surprisingly good game that I liked here watching uh, earlier today was the Rams and the Colts game. Um, the Rams went up early, and then the Colts ended up coming back later on. Uh, the Rams won 29-23 to 23 in overtime. Uh, Stafford, <coughs> 300 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Kyron Williams, another big game, 25 carries, 103 yards, and two touchdowns. And Puka Nakua comes back after a quiet week three. Walk off. And, yeah, and with the walk-off tutty in overtime, that was huge. Uh, he got the game ball in the locker room afterwards. He went nine for 163 and a touchdown. Uh, just a massive day by Puka. And next week, next week, supposedly Cooper Cup is back. He's practicing. I don't know if he's back. Yeah, we'll see. But um, I know he's eligible to return next week, so we'll see how that goes. Um yeah, other than that, Anthony Richardson stepped up. He had a he was running he was running all over the field. Ten for fifty six, touchdown on the ground, uh, two touchdowns in the air late. Looked pretty good. Um, but other than that, Michael Pittman was quiet. Josh Downs was quiet. Uh, Zach Moss decent game, eighteen for seventy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Richardson needs to clean some things up and. Looks like he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. Yeah, I think so. I, I from what we see, I think he's I think he's going to have some success moving forward. Um, how about the Buccaneers beating the Saints in New Orleans, twenty six to nine? Well, that was Derek, a wild one. Yeah, Derek Carr, twenty three for thirty seven, one hundred and twenty seven yards. That's it. I don't, maybe maybe Carr shouldn't have been playing in this game. Yeah, know? I don't know why he did. Yeah, um, I guess they're just not comfortable going with Jameis Winston. So, um, but Mike Evans goes out with a hamstring, leaves the game. Uh, Mike Evans injury, uh, insert good game for Chris Godwin, uh, eight for 114. <clears throat> and um, Alvin Kamara, welcome back to the NFL. Alvin Kamara, 13 receptions, 33 yards, just. <laughs> How do you go 13 for 33? Just little dump offs here and there, but still 13 receptions, 33 yards, uh, 11 carries, 50 yards. <laughs> you don't understand that, right? I've never seen a stat line like that. 13 receptions for 33 yards. Wild. Absolutely wild. Um, but yeah, the Buccaneers are now 3 and 1. Saints are 2 and 2. And uh, we'll see what happens next week. Now we got the Commanders at at Philly. This was another close game. Um, Sam Howell ended up coming back late with a touchdown to Yahan Dotson. Yeah, great to see Dotson finally getting involved. Uh, very happy about that. But yeah, the Commanders are just scrappy, man. They're they're able to hang on to a close game against one of the better teams in the NFL. Um, and the Bears end up taking on the Commanders next week, uh, Thursday night football. Loss. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's going to be a loss for the Bears. The Bears are going to be 0-5, and uh, we'll talk about when that happens. Uh, Terry McLaurin, big game, 8 for 86, 
Uh, outside of that, Johan Dotson, the four for 27 in the touchdown. Only notable things coming out of uh, Washington. And also, Antonio Gibson is trash. And I uh, regret ever drafting him. <laughs> right? Um, uh, on the Eagles side of the ball, DeAndre Swift uh, salvaged his game with a touchdown. He went 14 for 56. Uh, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, massive, massive game. Nine receptions, 175 yards, two touchdowns. Um, just out there. <coughs> the and uh, Devontae Smith, seven for 78. Just overall a great game by the Eagles. They ended up winning in overtime in incredible fashion. And uh, they're, they're one of the better teams in the NFL. There's nothing changed there. Yes, sir. What the hell's going on with Joe Burrow? Why is he out there playing football? The Bengals couldn't do a damn thing today against the Tennessee Titans. They lose three to twenty-seven in Tennessee. They fall to one and three. Tennessee's two and two. I just Joe Burrow, one hundred and sixty-five yards. Did you? I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Jamar Chase was asked. Uh, did you see that? Yeah, I'm always fucking open. He said he was not holding back, and he is noticeably frustrated. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Joe Burrow, or I'm sorry, uh, yeah, Joe Burrow. I just, I, I don't know what, I don't know what they're gonna do next week. Like, it, it's not helping having him on the field. You're not winning this game. Um, you're not. You, the offense looked terrible all game. And uh, no I don't understand Henry. who that comment to J- Jamar, like who that Jamar comment was to. Uh, to a reporter. So yeah, he, but like, he was, the reporter just asked him. They said, like, through the, uh, you know, do do you find yourself having difficult times getting open? Is that where the struggle is? And he just turned. Uh, and he said, No, I'm 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 always fucking open. So I, yeah, he's noticeably frustrated. But I think it's that offensive line too. They're just not giving Joe Burrow time. Uh, maybe we can bring on just Eric soon and he can give us a nice mm-hmm. little uh, idea of what the hell's going on in Cincinnati because uh, yeah. the, the panic alarm is going off. Yeah, I'll hit him up. Yeah. Um, on the other side of the ball, Derrick Henry, massive game, 22 carries, 122 yards, one rushing touchdown, along with a throwing touchdown. He was in the goal line at like Wildcat formation. Takes the snap, shuffles to the right, and just tosses it up and completes the touchdown pass. Was, I, I couldn't believe it. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, other than that, outside of Derrick Henry, really nothing notable in this game. Um, now, did you get to watch these 3 o'clock games at all? The uh, Raiders, Chargers? Uh, uh, I had the Cowboys, Cowboys on. That was domination. That was the same as that week one against the Giants, literally, in my mind, the same exact game. Yeah. Um, Kirishan McCaffrey is an absolute freak of nature animal. He's the man. Ayuk is still <laughs> uh, Purdy's favorite target. Yeah. Um, I don't. The Chargers somehow blew that game and then got lucky. Um, yeah, and that's what I saw there. Yeah, uh, Justin Herbert. I thought he was going to have a much better game. Only threw for 167 yards after previously throwing for like 400 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Jacobs has a really good game. Eight receptions, 81 yards for Josh Jacobs, along with 17 carries, 58 yards, and a touchdown. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, massive game. Aiden O'Connell, uh, the backup quarterback for Jimmy Graham or for Jimmy G. Kyle Orton uh, 20, 2.0. Yeah, uh, 24 for 39, 238 yards and and a interception. So not a great game, but uh, he touchdown. somehow – Huh? He had a rushing touchdown. Yes, he had a rushing touchdown, but I'm talking about in the air. Um, did not throw a touchdown pass and threw an interception. Uh, but he somehow – he kept the game decently close until the end of the game with that interception by by the Chargers. So he's a gunslinger. Um, that's intriguing. Yeah, intriguing to see as a as a Raiders fan. Uh, but you're right, dude. This Cowboys uh, Patriots game it is the worst loss that um, Bill Belichick has ever suffered. He has never wow. lost by this wide of a margin. Thirty-eight wow. to three, the Dallas Cowboys house the Patriots, and next week we have Cowboys 49ers. It's going to be a great game. Yep. I'm so excited for that. It's exciting. Uh, and then, um, yeah, 49ers, Cardinals, um, 35-16. Christian McCaffrey is just a dog. Four touchdowns. Such a beast. Yeah. Uh, but, and, uh, yeah, I mean, there's really nothing else to talk about with this one. That 14-and-a-half spread still wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah. So how are you doing? In, how are how are you doing in your fantasy leagues? Good. Yeah, I haven't honestly been looking at my. I got a new bed, so I'm trying to put that together, and then I'm just getting settled back in after this weekend. So I'm, I I'm not. My head is not in fantasy football right now. My head is in yeah. food that I'm about to destroy that got here late, of course, and right when we started, and yeah. then. Um, I got trying to get this bed put together so I can sleep in a bed tonight and not on my couch. Okay. All right. Well, uh, with that, with that being said, we're, we're going to go ahead and uh, cut it short. We're going to, um, we've covered the slate, talked about the fantasy out fallout and, uh, we'll be back, um, early next week. We're talking, uh, fantasy, uh, hitchhikers, the waivers. Uh, we have red light, green light with Shane O'Mac, uh, and then a, some more live streams next week. So stay tuned. Um, follow us at Fantasy Road Show, uh, at Fantasy underscore Trucker, at Calls underscore Sports. Follow yep. the uh, Substack, the Fantasy Roadshow.substack.com. Check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash sports ethos. Like and subscribe. And uh, stay tuned. We got more coming for you. Buckle up, everybody. Buckle up.